Welcome to the Mistress Reality Checklist. So it turns out the person you've been dating is married. What do you do? Well, rule number one is you run, run like hell. But if it's too late and you are already invested, then you should give yourself a reality check and pay attention to my list of rules. I cultivated these rules after watching countless women get dragged through the mud after they either came forward as the mistress or were outed as the mistress. And while this podcast is not designed to create a mistress or tell you how to be a better one, it is here to empower any person who, while they may have lost control of their heart, they can still be in control of their head. Hi, everybody. This is Christine Pfeiffer Stocky along with Dan Stocky. And welcome to the Mistress Reality Checklist, <laughs> where we give out good advice for relationships that were bad ideas. So, mm, yes. how are you doing today, Dan? I'm doing exceptionally well. Thank you very much for asking. Awesome. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I've got a good one for you here in this episode. Ooh, is, so. it, is it juicy? As they always are. Mm, are they tawdry? <laughs> As they always are. <laughs> uh, That's how I like my burgers. Yeah. Juicy, juicy and, and tawdry. tawdry. Um, okay, so before we get started, let's talk a little bit about what this podcast is. I do it. I, it's a little PSA, a little disclaimer. Um, I do before every episode. Uh, this is not how to date a married person, how to have an affair with a married person, how to get involved with a married person. This is basically a podcast uh, to give you the tools that you might need to protect yourself should you find yourself in this situation. It's also really good advice for anybody that's in any kind of partnership to make sure you look out for yourself in, in not only in just financial ways, but also professional, emotional, all of that. Psychological. Psychological. And I call this the Mistress Reality Checklist because I want everybody to, you know, your best girlfriend, sometimes you got to give her a reality check when it comes to the person that they're dating. And even so there's really two ways to, to read this, uh, the name of this podcast, which is uh, Mistress Reality, reality Checklist check. right. or Mistress Reality Check. List. list. So what we do, uh, we I'll give you a story about an affair that went wrong. Sometimes I go right, sometimes, sometimes. And then at the end of it, we're going to go over my rules that I have. I have a dozen rules that mistresses should follow. I'm, I'm even thinking about adding more. I'm working on That's one for a future episode a where I'm like, oh, this probably well, should yeah, be uh, Really, there's, yeah, there are going to be as many rules as there needs to be yes. as they pop up. Yeah. Cause the one that I'm working on, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the one that I'm working on, but I'm like, Oh, that should be a rule. But anyway, let's talk about today's episode. Let us indeed talk about today's episode. This is the story of Jessica Durrell, Jessica Durrell, the mistress of Bobby Petrino, Bobby Petrino, Bobby Petrino. That's a name. That is a you know, Bobby. Bobby. And uh, I call this one, how to fumble your future. <laughs> How to fumble your future? This because Bobby Petrino is a football college coach. football. Uh, yeah, and we'll get into his background. But basically, if you haven't heard of Bobby Petrino, he is a f college football coach. Was a college football coach. Was a NFL coach. He has a long football. He was a NFL coach. Yes, you're cool. gonna. Oh, oh, we're gonna we're gonna dive into this piece of shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. so you have an opinion oh, of this guy. I have an opinion. As a businesswoman, I have an opinion of him. I have an opinion of him as a, as a, okay. So why don't yeah, we. Yeah, let's, let's talk. 
Okay, let's get started. Let's just kind of like give you a little bit of taste here. So in the spring of 2012, the coach of the Arkansas Razorbacks, the aforementioned Bobby Petrino, was riding high. So in 2012, he is the coach of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas Razorbacks. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Uh, SEC team, for anybody that knows how seriously the SEC takes their football, Alabama, Auburn, Arkansas, you know, Arkansas had just finished the 2011 season with an 11 and two record and mm, that's, that's a good as, record. and as the fifth ranked team in the country. So the past season was a winner. The future looks even more promising. The Razorbacks, Arkansas Razorbacks were poised to make a serious run at winning the ultra competitive, as I just mentioned, SEC West division, and maybe even the national championship in 2012. Ooh. They're recruiting. They, they were looking good. 2011, 2012 looks great. Then on Sunday, April 1st, 2012, Bobby decides to take a little motorcycle ride. Mm. And uh, sadly, unfortunately, oh, uh, the motorcycle ride took a nasty turn, both literally and figuratively. That's never good when motorcycles uh, take a wrong turn. Right. <laughs> and within a matter of hours, uh, Bobby went from the toast of Fayetteville, Arkansas, and the king of their football nation to a basically a scandal-plagued and out-of-work adulterer. Well, that sounds fun. The end. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. So Have a good day. So let's talk about how we got there. Okay? Yes, please. So, so Bobby Petrino was born in 1961, okay. uh, grew up in Montana, attended the local college, Carroll College, and graduated with a degree in physical education and a math minor. Both what, good things for a, a coaching Yeah, football. yeah. And while at Carroll, he played quarterback, and uh, he began his coaching career there as well as a graduate assistant during the 1983 season. Hmm. So, uh, and Bobby's father was a college football coach. I think he coached at Carroll as well. So coaching was in his blood, you know. So, sure. A, fa- a family line a of family coaching. A family line of coaching. So after graduating college, Bobby went right into coaching football, uh, where he did stints as a stints, 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 stints as an assistant coach, quarterback coach, and even uh, did some time with the Jacksonville Jaguars in the NFL. Oh, so all right. he's kind of bopping around. He was. Uh, I'm sorry. What co- kind of coach was he? Uh, Jack- Jacksonville Jaguar. I think he was offensive coordinator. Okay. Uh, all I'll, right. Let me. No, no. I'll double check my notes. Pause, please, because I just want to make sure I get this right. I don't want to. Okay. Hold on. Um. Do 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 Quarterback coach and. An offensive coordinator. Oh, so all he, right. he so. was there for three seasons. He was there, for, and he did two terms, two times as the quarterback coach. <laughs> two and then terms. Two terms. It's called stints. Stints. Terms. Didn't time. All that kind of stuff. So he bops around as assistant coach, offensive coordinator. So, and then in two thousand three, he got his shot at being a head coach at Louisville. 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 In Kentucky. And by 2006, Louisville got an invitation to the Orange Bowl, which is only the second time in their school history they've been invited to a major bowl game. So Bobby's doing good at Louisville. So yeah. he's there from 2003, and by 2006, he's got so them. three in a, years, he's turned them around. Turned them around. Boom, he's in I a bowl even game. think like that first season wasn't a great season, and he just, you know, good coach, turned it around, gets him into the uh, Orange Bowl. It hasn't happened often in Louisville's history. So then on July 13th, 2006, so the Orange Bowl is January 1st or around that time of 2006. So a couple months later, Bobby Bobby. signed a 10-year, $25.6 million contract to stay on as head football coach. At Louisville. At Louisville. Louisville. Uh, The deal gave Bobby a raise from $1 million to $1.6 million annually. And uh, he would have been paid out two point six million in the final year of the deal. He he got a, he got a good deal. You know? Yeah. So that sounds like a that sounds like a, 
a healthy right. deal. Right. So on July 13th, 2006, signs this contrast. And then on July 7th, 2007, less than six months after signing the contract with Louisville, putting his name on the line, what? he accepts a job coaching for the NFL, Atlanta Falcons. What the heck? So, Bobby. and again, this is this Bobby. is where I go back to like, you know, okay, you just signed that contract. And then six, seven months later, you've done the recruiting, you've promised kids. And I get that people have got to move on their lives, but he just signed a major deal. Yeah. A I mean, once major you, deal. Yeah. Your name's on the dotted line. You, that's it. Sorry. NFL comes a calling. Too bad. And he, and again, I go back to, he just freaking signed it. It wasn't, it was another thing if it was like one, two years ago, but yeah. So he gets a deal with the Atlanta Falcons, and uh, he goes to coach the Atlanta Falcons. It was uh, uh, not good. It doesn't go well. <laughs> he didn't turn them around in he three years? He didn't turn them around. So, and again, first season, you know, so he's going to go coach for them, you know, and he's, you know, not going well. And uh, on December 10th of 2007, the Falcons are in the bottom of the NFC South. 3-10 and 10 record. Ooh. Bobby resigns. Wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. How long was he with the Atlanta Falcons? Uh, one season. One season. Ish. So one it season wasn't ish. even like he could could turn him around. He had one season, so right. So he's so he signs this deal, you know, he, and it's a twenty uh, it's a twenty four million dollar contract, ten year deal, twenty four million dollars. So he signed a ten year deal with Louisville. Boop, I'm out of there in six months. Signs a ten year, twenty four million dollar deal with Atlanta. He's out of there in. Ooh, Ten year. months, yeah, and, one and he, year, and it, that was his decision to leave. They didn't get fired. Nope, 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 nope. Because he accepted the deal to go coach at Arkansas. Arkansas. So he didn't even he didn't even spend a full year in the NFL. Wow. So he walks on that contract. Now here's the in a way this guy is like cheating on his jobs. Yes, yes. Okay, that is a good point. That is a there's the pattern right there. Uh, here's another thing that why I called him a piece of shit. Um, Bubby, piece of shit. So Petrino. so. He resigns, you okay. know, the team is in the toilet, and he resigned less than 24 hours after personally promising the owner, Arthur Blank, that he was not going anywhere. So so he comes in on a Monday, Arthur Blank says, hey, shitty season, here's looking to next year, you're good, you're staying, right? I'm paraphrasing, I wasn't in the room, yeah. you know? And he says, Arthur, Mr. Blank, Co-founder of Home Depot. Um, <laughs> I am not going anywhere. You have my word that I am staying with Atlanta. I am I am dedicated to Atlanta. I am not going anywhere as he's putting this contract for Arkansas behind his back. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> this is guy's, his signature is not worth crap. His okay, handshake's yeah. not worth crap. And, oh, wait, it gets better. It gets oh, better. Cut. So, um, Son of a Bobby yeah. is going to inform his players, hey, guys. I got offered this great job, but uh, he, the way he did it, man, maybe not have been great. It was a four sentence laminated note uh, left on the locker of each player. So it was personal. He at least went and, to every locker. He and, laminated and it. Laminated. Laminated it. That's how you can keep it for posterity. Yeah. So he, he wrote a four. No, I don't know what was on the four. It was probably just like, I'm out of here. Got something better. You suck. Love Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because again, I'm, I'm pretty much showing you just how much disdain I have for this guy. Just, you know, so, and I, as a journalist, I feel that I'm not being fair, but I'm no, not a journalist. Yeah, you're not a journalist, and you, you can say whatever the hell you want. This guy is a 
piece of shit. And I'm so, sure yeah. every one of those guys who still has that laminated letter is probably like, yeah, uh, Bobby's a piece of he's shit. He's a piece of shit. So anyway, uh, and I also should mention at this time, this is kind of important too. Bobby is married. He's married. He's got four kids, two boys, two girls. Um, I don't know when he got married. It's, I guess it's not really that important, but um, I can look that up if you're interested. Um, no. I, okay, I, but he is, he is a married father of four. He's married at this time. So when he takes the job at Arkansas. Yes. He is married. So, uh, yeah, so he's a married father of four, you know, and, and again, I find it so interesting that, you know, he did this lateral move of going from promising Louisville to going to the big leagues in Atlanta. And I get that. I get that, you know, it's like, whoa, it's a step up. But again, I just, like I said, it's just, it's just kind of a piece of shit kind of thing that he promises the owner. It's bad enough that you sign the contract with Louisville and then walk, but then you promise the owner. And then the next day you sign with Arkansas, you basically yeah. say, I'm out of here. Well, you walk, actually sign a contract with. Louisville walked, signed a contract with the Atlanta Braves. Prom- uh, no, Atlanta Falcons. I'm Braves, sorry, Atlanta. Braves is baseball. <laughs> I'm getting my sports balls screwed up. <laughs> but he Sports ball. <laughs> my sports balls. And by the way, for those of you listening in England, this is American football. You know, it's not your football. Just, and it, I appreciate the fact that you call soccer football. Yeah, and just so you know, Dan and I. football, not football. Yeah, so. Um, but anyway, hold on. I'm getting so, back. okay, yeah, sorry. It's a, it's a, it's a contract. With Louisville, he walks on. Correct. He has a contract. Six months after signing it. He has a contract with the Atlanta Falcons and a handshake, walks on both of those things. Correct. Goes over to, to Arkansas because that's better than all the rest of it. Right. In okay. His, in, his, in his feeble in brain. In his feeble brain. That happens in 2007. So call it 2008. You know, he is working with Arkansas. He's getting them on track. They have a phenomenal season in 2011. They uh, landed in the top five in the polls. Okay. I'm sorry. He went to Arkansas in 2008. Uh, yeah. 2000, 2008. Yeah. And so. by 2011, he's, he's got them turned around. So Correct. three years, boom. Yeah. He's got them in the top. The 2011 season ends and in, fo- in college football, the season ends sometime around Thanksgiving, right? And then the, then they go yeah. into the bowls and all that. So the 2011 season ends. They end up in the top five. They're, they're like, hey, we might even win a national championship next year in 2012. Things are looking great for Bobby. Bobby. And then Friday, April 1st. April Fool's Day. He's... So, the fool. so Bobby goes out for a motorcycle ride, okay. motorcycle ride. According to him, he said that sun got in his eyes and it caused him to crash the wreck. And, you know, it's a, it's severe. He had like a, uh, he had a neck brace. He had a couple of cracked vertebrae. Do you um, know what kind of motorcycle it was? I don't. I'm wondering don't. if it's like a Harley or if it's like a, on a you know, I don't know. Bike. I bet you there's, I bet you I could find a picture of it on the interwebs. But I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not a car girl. Question. You're asking the wrong question here, buddy. Yeah, you're not a car girl. It was girl a motorcycle. <laughs> not, you're so, so not a motorcycle girl. You just, yeah. A, I mean, it's a just, a, it was a motorcycle. I guess right. to guys that matters. But. Right. But we have to assume that it's, it's, you know, it's a pretty decent sized right. motorcycle. Right. Okay. Um, so he goes out for this motorcycle ride. He said that sun got his eyes. He crashes it. He's pretty banged up, scraped up. And so you get, you got neck brace. You got, he cracked his vertebrae. Yeah. But he was, he was fine. He was released from the hospital the same day. He didn't, he didn't really need to stay in the hospital. Okay. On April 2nd, Arkansas, the university issues a statement saying that no one else was involved in the wreck. Okay. So just Bobby, Bobby. Bobby's, Bobby's out for a nice little joy ride. That's sun nice. Sun gets in his eyes. Oh no, the sun's in my eyes, and whew, Ooh, off yeah. the cliffy goes. I picture this as sort of <laughs> ah, and you know, <laughs> shooting off through the guardrails and off a cliff. Just ah, 
And if it were a movie, explosion yeah, well, at the bottom. no, it wasn't that Probably bad. not that I bad. mean, he just sort of sun got it in his eyes. Yeah, and he wiped um, out. Then on Sunday, April 3rd, Bobby shows up for practice. Like I said, he's he's able to move. He's walking around. He's in his neck brace. He does a press conference. Bobby at the press conference said, yep, it was all alone. Thank God nobody else got hurt. Blah, 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 blah. Everybody's like, whoo, Bobby's okay. Thank you. Thank you know, goodness, thank God, Bobby. And they're like, well, great. if the worst thing that came out of this is uh, the neck brace, oh, broken ribs, cracked vertebrae, you know, at least that's, we... that's good news. Yeah. But yeah. it was actually the beginning of really bad news for Bobby in Arkansas. <laughs> oh, do tell. So More things were broken. Yeah. Well, ooh, yeah. So on April 5th, details start to kind of come out that Bobby was not alone Uh-oh. on that joyride. Oh, no. And part of it is because there was a 911 call. Cops and medics showed up, and so there's more than just Bobby, Bobby on this motorcycle. Well, but there's more than just Bobby who saw it happen. There are yes. other people around that went, yes. "Oh my goodness!" Call nine one one. Someone then, wiped out on a motorcycle. Perhaps this right. Is it wasn't thing. like Bobby wiped out and then walked himself to the ER. Right. There was other people at the event. Right. So then Bobby's like, "Oh shit, the jig is up." And 20 minutes before the police report is going to be released officially, along with a 911 call, Bobby okay, he admits it that he wasn't riding alone, hanging on him, arms wrapped around him on that motorcycle. We'll be right back with more of the Mistress Reality Check list. Welcome back to the Mistress Reality Check list. Bobby, okay, he admits it, that he wasn't riding alone, hanging on him, arms wrapped around him on that motorcycle, was Jessica Durrell. Jessica Durrell. Ooh. So she's not like the star quarterback. Nope, nope. And he wasn't just giving a stranger a lift. You know, it wasn't like this girl was hitchhiking and just like, hey, want to ride? Jessica Durrell has more... Um, yeah, a more more of a background with Bobby than yeah yeah, than... and we're gonna and now we're gonna get into that. All so right, let's Jess, hear it. Let's Jessica Durrell at the time of this accident was twenty five. Um, twenty five, and and how old was Bobby? Uh, let's see, he was born in sixty one. So oh god, we're doing math again. Oh no, not oh, just oh god, just damn math. Probably. Okay, so god. if he if he was born in sixty one, sixty one, and this was two two thousand two thousand two thousand oh, so this is two thousand eleven. Yeah, so he was fifty fifty one fifty two. Right? No, wait. 50, no, it's 50. 50, 50 51. Yeah. And 50, 51, depending. 50, 51. Okay. Are we, we're never going to do an episode where we don't oh, do math. So Stupid math. And again, by the way, it doesn't really matter because age shouldn't matter in a relationship. Maybe if you're married with four kids, that should matter. Well, that probably should matter. But, I, you know, just to get a, to get a gauge, he's he's 50, she's 25. 25, she's right. half his age. Right. So Jessica, so let's talk about Jessica for a little bit. Uh, Jessica attended Arkansas. She was a former first team SEC volleyball player mm. and graduated in 2010 with a master's in business. I'm sorry, Master's in Business Administration. Bobby and Jessica became friends while she was at her job as a fundraiser for the Razorback Foundation. You know, okay. she... Is this for like alumni or... I, I exactly, yeah. Just basically, we're raising funds, Razorback Foundation, all that kind of stuff. Sometime in April of 2011, this kind of casual, 
hey, you there. Hey, I see you. Hey, you're raising money. Hey, I know you started to turn into something more. They started having lunch together mm. and it starts with lunch. It always starts with lunch. <laughs> there was a, there's a web. I wonder if that dating place still exists. Uh, it's just lunch. What you are know? you talking about? A dating place. It's just, lunch. it's called, it's just lunch where, you know, they, they focus on going out to just, just to lunch with people. So there's no okay. like drinks. There's no, it's there's no, just lunch. no drinks. So there's no stupid decisions being made. Right. Okay. Hey, sponsor me. Um, <laughs> so, so, okay. So they start going out to somewhere in April, 2011, they start having lunch together. And then at one point in September, or October of 2011, according to Bobby, Bobby, they're at lunch and Jessica asks him, are you going to kiss me? Oh. And he does. Oh, Ooh. so then, so she's show. So she's according to Bobby. Now let's, okay. okay. Let's face facts. Is this, all this information is coming from, from Bobby. It's coming from Bobby. Jessica, well, we'll get into, but most of it's coming from Bobby. And a lot of it came from the, the university doing an investigation into this because it oh. gets deeper. And, and, we'll, and I'll explain why, like, all of this came from the university having to conduct an investigation. So it just, yeah. It, yeah, it's It's much worse than just the motorcycle accident. Much worse than he had a girl. Much worse than he was having an affair. Ooh. So sometime between April of 2011 and February of 20, uh, 2012, there were over 300 phone calls between the two. And also there's, the, I've read conflicting reports where some say 4,000 text messages and some say close to 8,000 text messages. Holy, holy hell no. Hold, okay, hold on. I, and now we're going to have to do math again, though. The wipeout happened in 2012, April. Right. So this has really only been going on for a couple of months. April, then? April two thousand eleven to February of two thousand and twelve, and we'll and we'll get to what. Well, it would be through March. It would be like one year then. One year. Yeah. Okay. So for in one year, they sent eight thousand text yeah. messages to each other. Yeah, three hundred calls, which basically is a call, call a, day. a day, give or take. Yeah. You know, which yeah. So and I'm then, trying to do the math on eight thousand text messages. Well, and again, this is what's interesting about the conflicting reports. Was it fourth? If they say some say four thousand, some say eight thousand. I'm like, wait, four thousand each or eight thousand total or like you know? Yeah, yeah. How, how are they counting? Is it just his or is it his and hers? Or, you know? Right, right. So over the course of this, we've established well, about a, about a ten month affair. Four thousand would be like ten. Oh my god. A day. Okay, and, this is where. And then twenty. Don't tune out. <laughs> don't don't just no. Hey, no. But, this is about math, right? This no. is this podcast is about math. Oh no. no. Okay, let's just let's, let's just. Let's just okay, keep well, going. Let's go, okay, okay, we're good. Go. So, keep going. So, uh, during the course of their 10-month affair, uh, Bobby had also given Jessica gifts ranging anywhere from flowers and candies to about $20,000. All right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it was all in one check, but all totaled, it was about $20,000. Flowers, candy, and cash. Correct. And um, according to a report from the Associated Press, Jessica used the money on a car, a vacation, and wedding expenses. Wet wedding expenses? Yes. What? Whose wedding expenses? Hers. Because Jessica was engaged at the time. Oh, so. And she was set to get married sometime mid of 2012. Oh my God. So, so they're both cads. Yeah. So if I forgot to mention that Bobby was married and Jessica was engaged, that slipped my mind just about as much as it did Jessica's. You yeah. Know uh, I mean? Yeah. That's. <laughs> That's not a good thing. It's not. It's just really not a good uh, thing. Her fiance Josh Morgan was the assistant strength coach for Olympic sports at Arkansas, and I believe he worked with the swim team. He was. He too was working at Arkansas, so she's working for the Razorback Foundation. Josh, her fiance, is working at Arkansas. They all and Bobby's working. And for Bobby is obviously working. Right. They're all working. They're for all Arkansas. working for Arkansas. You can see where the HR problem starts oh, to develop. Ugh. It gets worse. 
Oh my God. Okay. Keep it coming, girl. So according to Jessica, she and Bobby had been intimate four to six times between... Is, <laughs> okay. making a face. Just intimate. Like. <laughs> they, put, they put their bits together? They put their bits together. Uh-oh. Uh, they were intimate four to six times, which I think is funny that you can't really remember. <laughs> yeah. You know, since September of 2011. So, so we can so, round that to five. Right. Just to, so we so can do the math April, on they, April, they're going out to lunch. September, October, they kiss. And then she says September of 2011, that's when they started becoming intimate. intimate. Getting it in. And their last encounter, <laughs> and this is so... This is so college sports. Their last encounter was around National Signing Day on February 1st, 2012. (laughs) I remember the day well. Yeah, it was was National National Signing Signing Day. Day. And for those of you that don't know, especially in college sports, it's a big deal when a uh, high school all-star or high school player decides which college to go to is turned into a giant thing now where there's media involved. It's a big to-do. Like, you know, they have these hats laid out and they'll put the hat on or they'll give a big reveal of where they're signing for. So, uh, you know, it is, a, it is a pretty big deal. So I'm not surprised that she remembered their last fuck. Yeah. <laughs> being... I mean, I, frankly, I think that we should put this into our routine. National signing day is like a day of sex. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I hope you're all and thinking about a, us. I'll put a hat on you. Yeah, but the trouble is, the trouble is there's more than just one National Signing Day. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's one for, like, women's sports and oh, college. Yes. And, Absolutely. And, 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 and then, like, oh, and, like basketball. and ooh, uh, I am getting horned up just thinking about okay, it. Okay, so this is when Jessica says, boom, our relationship was over because... In March of 2012, Jessica told Bobby that she wanted to apply for the job of student athlete development coordinator for the Arkansas football program. So, so she would work for directly him. for him. Student athlete development coordinator for Arkansas football. She okay. wants to apply for this job. The position helped organize recruiting and assist with eligibility questions for the football team. So getting back to the whole National Signing Day, it kind of works in concert with that. It's like, right. she hey, would- Bobby, that was re- <laughs> I'm glad you signed that kid. Let's do it. Oh, and by the way, I kind of want to work for you. for you. Right. So this position would have Jessica working directly under Bobby. <laughs> I typed out, but I'm Okay, no, but the position working directly under, and it's like, there's so many ways. There's so, my goodness. Um, And Bobby said, great, go for it. And his exact quote to her is that he he wanted her to earn it. So. Oh, all right. So She wasn't earning it already. 159 people apply for the job. Out of that 159, 23 candidates uh, had greater experience than the four years that Jessica had. Nine of those candidates had experience that ranged from 10 to 21 years. Wow. In the end, only three people were interviewed for the position. Jessica was interviewed on March 12th, and on March 28th was given the job at the annual salary of $55,000. Nice. Okay, so so she, so, she good for her with good for all of her, her skill and experience. Exactly the way she can but get under well, him wait, in that wait, wait, position. Wait. To be fair, hmm. she was hired by a committee. 
Now, Bobby was on that committee. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't just like, you know, a blind, you know, like when, oh, what was it? Tori Spelling said she auditioned for uh, 90210. And she's like, I changed my last name so nobody would know that I was Aaron Spelling's daughter. It's like, no, you shut up. Yeah, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So Bobby Petrino is on the committee, the hiring committee. Right. And as, as a as a professional motivator, you know, as a coach, I'm sure he had influence over I that. Think, I think that if you're Bobby Petrino and this position is under you, they're going to be like, so who do you think, Bobby? I mean, they would defer to him. Yeah, who do you want under you? Yeah, who do you want under you, Bobby? I like that Jessica Durrell quite a bit. Mm. She might not be as experienced, but gosh darn it. <laughs> so a few days later, she's hired on March 28th, okay? March 28th, got it. Okay, so let's go down this We're timeline. closing in on, yes. on April 1st yes. here. So on March 28th, she's hired. Okay. April 1st is the accident. March, how many days has March? Three. No, three days between March 28th and the 1st. Four, well, there's there's 31 days in, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so going to have you if, doing math If you all the count time. the day though, 28, 29, 30, 31, one. So it's five, five-ish five, days. Five-ish days, right? okay. So, okay. Okay, so remember we go back to where Jessica says, we ended it around signing day because I wanted to apply for this job. Right. Right. But she ends up on the back of his motorcycle. Sure. Right? So let's just count. So April, uh, March 28th. Celebratory joy ride. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so March 28th, Jessica is hired. Yep. April 1st is the accident. Got it. April 2nd, University of Arkansas says no one else is involved. Right. April 3rd, Bobby is at practice, neck brace. No one else, thank God, was involved. Right. April 5th, uh, it starts to get out that he wasn't alone. Okay. Because, oh, there's going to be this police report coming out, and then... Later that evening of April 5th, the university athletic director announces that Bobby will be put on administrative leave while they investigate. Because by now, Bobby has come clean. Like when he, when he finds out that there's... But there's, a, there's a police report and all the rest of it. Right, like, and, and she's going to be mentioned. He comes clean. They're like, okay, we need to investigate this because now this is not a, a random woman on the bike that you're having an affair, which was bad enough, but this is now an employee that you had a say in hiring. Yeah, this is, this is HR badness all over the yes. place. Yes. Which is the original title of HR Puff and Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so then, so the university announces, hey, we're putting him on administrative leave while we conduct an investigation. Bobby Petrino doesn't attend that press conference, but he does release this statement, okay? Oh, fun. Is it, was it laminated? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and pinned on everyone's locker. My concern was to protect my family and a previous inappropriate relationship from becoming public. In hindsight, I showed a serious mistake in judgment when I chose not to be more specific about those details. Today, <laughs> today I've acknowledged this previous inappropriate relationship with my family and those within the athletic department administration. April 6th, 5th, 6th, the 911 call is released, blowing up the story that Bobby was alone. So it's out there. Mm-hmm. The news is not good for Bobby, and it is not good for Jessica. Yeah, what so, happened to Jessica? Was she put well, on administrative leave? Okay, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to But here's, this is what I also find a little bit fucked up here. So Bobby is put on administrative leave. He admits to having another person in the car with him. He admits- Motorcycle. Mot- I'm sorry, motorcycle with him. Uh, to be fair, I don't know if it's got out that it was Jessica Durrell yet, because on April 9th, this people starts a Facebook page for a rally to basically forgive Bobby and and to bring him back back you know don't fire bobby you oh know. oh my so right off jump street then everyone is behind bobby they're supporting ish, him. Ish, yeah, support, ish. Yeah, yeah they don't know but uh, some some arkansas student football fans all that kind of stuff they started this facebook page they were going to have a rally don't fire bobby keep bobby 
Bobby is amazing. We love Bobby. We love Bobby. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. But on April 10th, Bobby is fired. Ooh. He is let go. So the Facebook page didn't work. A Facebook page rally didn't work. <laughs> okay. Um, so <laughs> Bobby is fired for a multitude of infractions. There's Yeah, I can only imagine. Um, you have a list? I have a, well, I have a list. Uh, one of the people that part of the team investigating this, one of them was the biggest thing. Well, one of the biggest things was, well, you said the affair was over, but it's, it's, you, she's on the motorcycle with you. Is the affair over? I mean, because, because if, let's just even go back. If it ended on February 1st, like you said, yeah, we still have a shit ton of problems if you did hire this girl and it got out, but now she's on a motorcycle with you. Yeah, days, is, days after being hired in this position. Yeah, and so is it truly an innocent ride? Oh, she needed a ride home. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, he said that they always said they were going to go on a motorcycle ride together. So whatever that means. That was that was basically his quote. Just like, ah, oh, we always... like a bucket list. Yeah, we always said we're going to go on a motorcycle ride together. We always said we'd go on a motorcycle ride together. So, and today was that day. So the team investigating this said, okay, number one, we don't really think the affair was over. Not coming clean about the affair, even though he was given every opportunity to. And he only, and again, this is why this guy is a piece of shit. He was only going to do it because the police report was coming out. And I get right. I get why you don't want to come forward with the affair if you think you can hide it. But when, Well, yeah, with any lie, it's not the, it's not the lie, it's the cover, it, or what is it? It's not the cover-up, it's the discovery afterwards. Right, right, right. It's not, it's not the crime, it's the cover-up. It's Watergate. So, okay, so not coming clean about the affair, even though he was given opportunities. Of course, the personal interest in hiring Jessica. And then this is the most interesting thing. The gifts and the 20 grand could make the school vulnerable to a sexual harassment lawsuit. Oh, yeah. know, and so in what capacity? Like, pay for sex kind of thing? Like, Yeah, and she could... In, in the way that the, the school kind of want, worded it or how they, I'm, again, I'm paraphrasing, but basically who's to say that she couldn't say that the only way she would get these jobs and these promotions was if you weren't. Yeah. Yeah. She could, she could spin that in a, in a, in a, in a way that's right. like, I was so, forced to have sex to get this And job. again, it's one of those things too, where, and you and I have worked at places where you have to disclose your relationship. Yeah. You just can't, you know, like, and, and I've been in workplaces where if you start dating each other, you need to disclose that so that HR knows, so that HR, you know. So, so. if, like in, in our instance, yeah, we're together. So if I slap you in the ass, which I do. <laughs> but I'm your wife and that's different. Well, but. I know, but people need to know that. Otherwise it looks weird. But just uh, because you're my wife, yeah, slap you in the ass. By the way, just so everyone knows, she also slaps me on my ass. It is a very much reciprocal ass. We'll be right back with more of the Mistress Reality Check List. Welcome back to the Mistress Reality Check List. Like in our instance, yeah, we're together. So if I slap you in the ass, which I do. <laughs> but I'm your wife and that's different. Well, but... I know, but people need to know that. Otherwise it looks weird. But just uh, because you're my wife, yeah. Slap you on the ass. By the way, just so everyone knows, she also slaps me on my ass. It is a very much reciprocal ass slapping. So uh, the guy is Jeff Long. Jeff Long was one of the guys leading the investigation. And he he said, hey, here's the evidence against you. And this is why we're firing you. And he's like, plead your case. Tell me, give me something. Yeah. Uh, his exact, Jeff Long's exact quote, help me understand why these are not violations of your contract. So again, these are all very clear. Basically, he's, he's saying, help me help you. Yeah, yeah, yes. He's doing the Jerry Maguire. 
Um, and basically, Bobby's answers weren't good enough. He says, and this is a quote, Bobby said, I never thought the gift was a problem or the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your wife. Well, uh, you know, it's from again, Arkansas is- standpoint, you know, I, this is, I don't want to defend this pile of shit, but, you know, okay, I'm having an affair. Obviously, the wife is going to have a problem. But from your employer's point of view, exactly. right? Like, hey, Arkansas, I'm having an affair. That's not your business. Until until they're like, and who is this with? Who's this lucky gal? Yeah. Oh, the girl you just hired. Ooh, there might yeah. be a problem. So again, this is why this is why I don't like this guy. He just doesn't get it. He doesn't understand that signing a contract means something. He doesn't understand that, you know, if you're gonna look someone in the eye and say, I'm not leaving, I am here for you. And then with like I said, with the Arkansas contract with a pen waiting in it in the next room. Right. You know, so Yeah, so and he doesn't appreciate what it means for Jessica to no. have put her name on a contract exactly. like that. Exactly. Doing her a dirty. Doing her a dirty. So yeah, so the so the, the guys are like, yeah, none of this is good enough. I've we've given you a chance. So yeah, he's fired on April 10th. After his firing, Bobby Petrino fans created a Facebook page. Another Facebook page? Supporting him did and they, asking Arkansas to rescind his firing. Oh, that's nice. Did they repurpose the original Facebook page? Why wouldn't you? You already had some people liking it. Yeah. You already had some people have wanting followers. to join the, the rally that never happened. Uh, so Bobby had to forfeit his $18 million buyout. He also had to forfeit a contract that ran through 2017. And um, yeah, so he's basically out of job, forfeit, forfeit. You know, it's not like, it's not like you, I mean, like you're going to give the money back. No, no, he, he that, that contract was going to pay him almost $4 million a year annually. But because he violated parts of his contract, yeah. it's like, you're, you're out. Yeah, he's no longer getting paid. Right, yeah. That, the check stops and stop now. So Bobby's out of a job. Okay. And then we get to Jessica. So again, hired on March 28th. Accident is April 1st. She was forced to leave her position on April 17th, 2012. Yeah. She received a almost a $14,000 settlement from the University of Arkansas based on, you know, based on like like the first quarter kind of like and she agreed to never oh, this is this is another one. Part of that settlement was she agreed never to attempt to sell or profit from her affiliation with Razorback athletes. How does it, how does that cuz she couldn't write, like, a write a book or do yeah. any of that. Yeah. Just And basically she's being blacklisted from Arkansas in more ways than one. So, if Yeah, you, they're if you, they're trying to wipe their hands clean of this. Just If you if you read into that, that means that she could never work in Razorback athletics ever again. It's never attempt to sell or profit from her affiliation with Razorback Athletics. So no writing a book, no posing with an Arkansas t-shirt on, no coming back and like, hey, maybe I want to, I was a volleyball player. Maybe I'll coach. No, yeah. she's done at Arkansas. She couldn't even, could you use that on her resume? Even? Why would you want to? Well, true. I mean, true. I mean, I mean you wouldn't. You and wouldn't. here's the shitty thing. You Google people, you you Google Jessica Durrell and guess what comes up? A picture of her, Bobby. You know, so, okay. So now um, Bobby's out of a job. Jessica's out of a job. Within like 30, 60 days after Jessica is fired, they began a search for her replacement. <laughs> well, there's a whole uh, bunch of people that were But the, but the, the job title, the job title, well, the job title and the qualifications were tweaked a little bit. Oh, okay. What kind of changes? Uh, changes in the job posting include more specific language about the need, need for prior NFL or Division One football experience, none of what Jessica had. Uh, very true. And a new contact person in human resources was also listed, and it's not the head football coach. Good thinking. 
So uh, while Bobby lost a lot of money in the short term, this is the shitty thing. He ends up getting another chance because within a hot minute, he is hired by Western Kentucky. Granted, a smaller school, not on the national stage, but if we've learned anything that, you know, you can be a total asswipe and because college sports are so important you can you can be get, be given a pass and then get hired yeah again. they'll look the other way for almost anything if you got talent yeah so this all happens and keep this in mind this is in april of 2012 by december of 2012 bobby had another job boom boom you know head coach you know yep uh, what he wanted and as of as of today he is now the head coach for missouri state how are they doing um i don't care <laughs> i don't care that fair I enough. Don't care. Fair enough. Yeah, I do not yeah. care. I do not care. His and his wife are still married. Wife forgave got, him. Wife forgave him. Has grandkids, so he's gone on with his life. And what about? So let's talk about Jessica. You know, she she had a wedding coming up. Yeah. You know, she was picking. Was that canceled or? Did she it get, was put on hold. It was put on hold. And the sad part, and this is this is we're gonna do a little bit of a dive in this when we get to the rules part. But she had a Facebook page for her wedding. Sure. And she just got just inundated with bad, 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 bad trolls, just bad comments. The other interested this is just so again, this is why Bobby and fucking Bobby you know, Bobby, he, Bobby. he has, he has Facebook pages saying, don't fire him, bring him back. Her wedding page is not only trolled and defaced and horrible comments, but some of the people signed on as like other SEC football coaches and said, yeah, like, uh, you know, oh, gross. why don't you come over here and fuck this guy and just, you know, so I got a position for you. Yeah, exactly. Ew. So then by August of 2012, Josh Jessica's fiance yep. was hired as director of aquatic strength at the University of South Carolina. And Jessica ended up working at the University of South Carolina as well as assistant coordinator of marketing and business partnerships. Pretty good job, yeah. I think. Yeah, That sounds pretty good. And then on a happy note, her and Josh did get married in February of 2013. You know, I don't know. So he, he forgave her. Forgave her. For that as well. um, okay. I don't yes. know if they're still married. I mean, you can, you can do a Google search, but it's really kind of funny. There's a million bajillion Josh Morgans. And if you do a Jessica Durrell, Jessica Durrell Morgan, Jessica Morgan. Again, saddest thing is when you pull up Durrell, you get you picture get the, of her. Yeah. So like, I don't know if they're still married. I hope they are. I hope they are. This is just one last thing that, you know, so Bobby moves on with his life. He's still married. I guarantee he's probably had affairs because this is obviously this guy's a piece of shit that cannot keep his word, whether it's marriage vowels or promises to a Arthur Blank or a football team. Right. Uh, but this is this is what I found one of the most saddest parts, and I don't want to end it on a bad note. But this is this is why we're here. Is let's we'll just talk about again Facebook pages for Bobby saying keep him, he's great, he's awesome. Jessica, you're a tramp, you're a whore, you know. Right. And after all of this came to light, Sports Illustrated did an article about this, as they should. I mean, they should. Okay. And this is why I find it always so sad for the mistress. And I'm going to kind of do a little bit of a quote here. Christiane Herter um, was one of the candidates. She was one of the 158 people that applied for the job. Okay, and didn't get it. And didn't get it. And she, she was a Cal grad. She had worked in recruiting offices at Stanford and Washington. And in the article for Sports Illustrated that was published, it was published in April of 2012, she wrote or said, that, quote, the bottom line is that perception is reality. Because of Jessica Durrell's actions, there will be a greater suspicion of all women who apply and interview for these jobs. Sadly, we don't need another excuse to be unfairly scrutinized. 
Oof. I'm not I'm not here to beat up on Christiane Harder at all because I, I get what she's saying. We've learned that, you know, if we've learned anything from like Elizabeth Holmes and yeah, there, Theranos, the it's if there's there's validity to that. I mean, it's it's hard enough as it is to do anything really as as a woman as in a woman the, in this society, and then when women go and screw it up or or make it look unfair or whatever, they're not doing other women any. Exactly. So I don't, again, I am not here to complain about what Christiane Harder said. I just find it always, always unfair because of Jessica Durrell's actions. And I, I do get that. I do understand that one of the things we talk about, one of our rules here is if you find out he is married or she is married, run, run like hell. You know, that's the main rule. That's the main rule. Don't be a mistress. So I do get where she's, I 100% get where Christiane is coming from. But again, I would have loved for her to say because of Jessica Durrell and Bobby Petrino's actions. And again, it's, I'm being really picky and really unfair, but it's it just, it, it's just, this is why we do this podcast. Because if you are the other person, you are more often than not going to get the really shitty end of the stick. Yep. Right? You know, professionally, monetarily, uh, it just it doesn't it just doesn't end well, right? And you can argue, you know, love. And we'll get. And, and uh, but, but 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 love doesn't. You can't choose who you're going to fall in love with or you know fall in lust right. with, right? And so yeah, they hit it off. They had this relationship. These things happen. But at the same time, man, you got to be smarter than your libido. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, Jessica should know should have known even before the job became available. This is just a bad bad idea. idea. Bad idea. All the way around. All the way around. So, okay, so that is the story of Jessica Durrell and Bobby, piece of shit, Petrino. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Durrell and Bobby, piece of shit, Petrino. Okay, so now let's talk about the rules that Jessica broke. Okay. okay. And again, we always start with number one. If you know he's married, run like hell. But that's unfair because sometimes when you're dating somebody and then you find out, she knew he was married. So yeah, um, I, we're not going to count that as one of the rules. So rule... Number one, for Jessica, if you are fucking your boss, go get a new job immediately. Absolutely. If you can't outthink your libido, like, man, I just really need to be getting into a position with this guy, but it's going to look bad on me, you know, the potential HR issues. If you can't be smarter than your libido, then go get another job. That's number one. If you are in a position where you are fucking your boss, and especially if your boss is married, first of all, fucking your boss is not good. Those are the kind of relationships you need to disclose to human resources. And it might be embarrassing and it might be hard, but at the end, this is about protecting yourself. It is. It makes it that much harder for Jessica or for the mistress in this situation to protect herself when you're doing something so egregiously wrong, not only to society standards, but within, an, within, within a, business. a business. Within a business, because that's the thing. It's, it it, inv- it, yeah, it, it invokes as, lawsuits. As Jeff Long, one of the investigators for Arkansas said, you opened us up to a sexual harassment suit because had this not been discovered, you know, and if Jessica was that person, yeah, it could she's got flipped. calls, she's got texts, she's got, I do this, I get the, she, she could have went wacko and just, You know, so that's why it's so important that if you are in a relationship with someone that you work with, disclose it to human resources, even though it's hard. Mm -hmm. And even though, you know, human resources should not be able to tell anybody about it, but that really protects yourself. If you are fucking your boss, go look for a new job. Go get a new job. Go get a new job. Just go get a new job. It should be, it should be, if you can't stop fucking your boss. Yes. Go get a new job. Go get a new job. Uh, the other rule that happened here uh, that was broken, 
Someone always finds out. Someone always finds. Someone always finds uh, out. That is a that is a good rule. I like that rule. So if you're if you're conducting this affair in your head, you should be saying someone's going to find out. I don't know how they're going to find out, but someone's going to find someone's out. Someone's going to find out. Like even let's take the motorcycle crash out of it. Just being on the back of a motorcycle. I mean, you're exposed. It's not like you're in a car and you can duck down. Yep. It's like I, I have a theory on how the motorcycle crash happened. Here we go. Ready? Sun got in his eyes. No, sun did not get in his eyes. What happened was there, she's on the back of this motorcycle. Arms wrapped around arms him. Arms wrapped around him. And they see someone that, oh my God, they can't be seen together with, if this person sees them. So she tries to duck like she's in a car. <laughs> <laughs> Unbalances the motorcycle. They yeah, go over. She tries to hide and boof, down they go. That's exactly what, how it happened. That's exactly how it happened. Well, I'll you put know what? money on it. I tried to find the police report and I couldn't find the police report. Uh, that's, but but I'm, I'm, that's how, I'm, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I think it's a brilliant, brilliant story. But again, he said the sun got in his eyes, so the police report could be anything. But I mean, it gets right. It's, I don't believe sun got in his eyes for one, for a moment. <laughs> this guy's a lion pile of shit. He's a lion pile of shit. And sun got in his eyes. Yeah. Sounds like he's a lion. Don't get my he, homework. Yeah. Like, screw you, buddy. Yeah. Wait, wait, I didn't sign that contract. No. I'm going over Sun here. Sun didn't get his, in his eyes. His mistress tried to duck into the car, but she wasn't in a car. <laughs> All right, so, so far we've we've covered if you are fucking your boss, go get a new job immediately. Yep. Know that someone always finds out. And here's, this is another one. Prepare to always be known as the mistress. Because as I have said before in this episode, you Google her, that's what comes up. Yeah, she is Bobby Petrino's mistress first and foremost. Yep. After that, any other accolades she gets, correct. This thing is going to be top of the list. Correct, correct. Mm. So, I don't know if she goes by Jessica Drell Morgan or Jessica Morgan, or if they're still even married or whatever. But it is one of those things where you got to think about your kids googling it. Especially in this day and age, being a mistress now, someone is always going to find out. Someone's always going to find out. You're always going to be the mistress, and man, that lingers for. And isn't it interesting too that pretty much. What I could find, and again, I'm not I'm not a super sleuth, but what I could find about Jessica Durrell stops right around 20, early 2013 when she gets married. So her her legacy in the interwebs is her legacy. <laughs> her in legacy this. in the interwebs is, is mistress this. car accident got Bobby fired. Oh yeah, you yeah, know? she I got mean, Bobby fired. Yeah, so it's I, I find it really interesting and very sad that it is prepared to always be known as the mistress. And another interesting thing too in that Sports Illustrated article, it was really interesting how a lot of other women, and I'm and again I'm not criticizing them at all, but a lot of people had the same take that wow, this just makes it harder. This idea that you can't get anywhere without fucking your boss is just oh boy. You know, Um, and again, I don't begrudge them anything because the sting of it was still new. I mean, this article was published in April of 2012. I mean, that that was within weeks. Yeah. Within weeks of the accident. And these are all people that got passed over for the job. So I get, I get their, I get their cynicism. I get their, you know, their um, raw emotion and their emotion. And I get that they're mad at Jessica. I just, I, I think as, I think as women, we just need to kind of really, not go after the woman that should have known better and take a look at the piece of shit that is committing the crime in the, not crime, but the the discretion in the first place. You are married. You are a person of power. Yeah. First and foremost, the guys in these situations, they're the shitheads. Correct. They're cheating on their wives. Correct. Bobby Petrino 
is a pile of shit for cheating on his wife. Let's just start with that one. Yeah. Let's forget about all the shitty things he did to the Atlanta Falcons and Louisville. and But let's just talk about the fact that he cheated on his wife, the mother of his four children. Yeah. Let's just talk about what a piece of shit he is. There and you we're go. Gonna, we're going to leave it. We're going to leave it with that. So uh, Jessica Durrell, Morgan, if you are out there, just know that not that we, I'm not going to say that we support you, but we get it. We get what happened. You were 25. You made a mistake. But at the same time, how do I want to put this? All the anger directed at you was unfair. It was directed at the wrong person. Right. They can be angry at you. No, people can be angry at you. But the fact that it wasn't equitable. That she, yeah, that she didn't, that she took the brunt of it. That's she took unfair. the brunt of it. And that's why we're here, because it is giving a voice to the mistresses that... <sighs> yeah, we we're giving good advice to relationships that were bad ideas. And we're here to give you a reality check. So thanks for listening. That's it for this episode. That one, That was indeed juicy and tawdry it was a very good it burger. was a very good burger until next time you guys we will we'll, we'll catch you on the flip side of the mistress reality checklist bye. bye thank you for listening to the mistress reality checklist the mistress reality checklist is produced by this never happened and recorded in beautiful downtown duluth minnesota <laughs>